Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Here we are on a Thursday. Evan and Tiki on The Fan. A lot to get to today. An intriguing off-season idea for both the New York Jets and the New York Giants, which we will discuss. The return of Bad Tiki. In two and a half hours, Bad Tiki makes his 2024 debut. Ooh. We got a Cinco de Five-0, and we'll mix in some baseball. Tiki, on this beautiful Thursday. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. well I got a question for you. Sure. You want to go get uh, Joey Gallo? How about um, Aaron Hicks? Sounds good. What do you? What, what, just, what the hell does that I mean? mean? First, it's Luis Severino. Oh, here we go. Right, and then it's Harrison Bader. Yeah, it's like you're the the cast off redemption tour for New York Yankees former players, injured former players, by mm-hmm. the way, who didn't really do much for the Yankees when they needed them to, and they go to the Mets, and you think they're going to be perfect, perfect fits for the New York Mets after being cast off by the New York Yankees. I find it interesting because look. We, you know how you have leftovers, you go to a restaurant, and it's like, man, I, that chicken parm, it was that was good. But you know what? Tomorrow, I'm going to fry this thing up. I'm going to throw some you know, extra noodles or some uh, throw a piece of toast in there and put some garlic on it, and this thing's going to be slamming, right? The leftovers are going to be slamming. Yeah. And you taste it, and you're like, yeah, it didn't quite work. Yeah. Don't you feel like that's going to happen to you? Yeah, let me tell you you're something. trying to take these Yankees cast-offs uh-huh. and make them into, I don't know, a gourmet meal. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget the manager either. Uh, uh, the manager. Mendy. Okay. Hello, Mendy. Yeah. I forgot about Mendy. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Mendy. <laughs> Dude, this is like Yankees. What is that? West? Let's see. This would be Yankees North? No, they're the Yank Atlantic. South? Whatever they're it is. The what Atlantic direction League is Queens from, from, yeah. from the Bronx? Right? This feels like a Yankees reunion going on here. <laughs> you guys are funny. I'm not, I'm not joking. You know, I expect this. I expect this kind of crap from Sean Morash. I even expect this kind of crap from Keith McPherson, who I love and respect, but I expect that crap from Keith. I expect that crap from Sean. Are you kidding me with this garbage? There it is. Welcome to the 2024 New York Mets. You want Sterling to do the games when the Yankees are off? You know, I expect this from certain people around here. 
I didn't think Tiki Barber was going to go the route of, oh, Yankee leftovers. You want to be us? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell all of you something. We're listening. I don't view Met off seasons through the prism of has that guy played for the New York Yankees? I don't. I'm sorry. Ever or immediately? Ever. <laughs> I look at it through the prism of can that guy help my baseball team? Hmm. Does that guy make sense for my baseball team? That's how I view it. Now, I admit, when a guy plays in New York, we have seen more of them. I have seen more of Luis Severino than I would have seen of Blake Snell. No doubt. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I'm not watching every Padre and game or every game. you talked about Luis Severino. And you talked about Harrison Bader. Yes. Hell, you played a couple games against him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, oh, think, I don't think Sevy, but Bader at least maybe no, we you have, did. It depends have. if right. they were healthy. That's what I mean. <laughs> I, I get all that. And I know that there's that local connection. And you people, you Yankee fans, like to butt your head into every freaking conversation. And that's fine. I understand that. But when the New York Mets today, as I was driving in, and I got the info in the Mets text chat, and I saw they signed Harrison Bader, do you know how many minutes it took me to think of him as a New York Yankee? There was no amount of minutes because I never thought about him as a New York Yankee. You know what I thought about Harrison Bader? What is I that? thought about him as a fourth outfielder, which is what he is. I thought about him as a brilliant defensive center fielder, which is what he is. I thought about him as a guy that rakes left-handed pitching, but not right-handed pitching. I thought of him as, ooh, Brandon Immel play more left field. I thought of everything but your guy's dopey, Yankee, what'd you call it, it, it leftover it, crap? It's not even. Because he's not a Yankee to me. He's just a baseball it's player. It's not even that. It's just that it feels like out of, the Yankees, the Mets did nothing. They haven't done anything this offseason. Well, hold on. They, they've done something. They just haven't done a lot. Okay, and I'm not even defending no, that. They they've done three signature things, Tiki. They added a manager. They added a named starting pitcher, and they added an outfielder. The fourth outfielder, by the way. And all three of those things have one thing in common, and they're not one-offs. <laughs> they're, actually, they're Yankee left They're all Yankee. <laughs> it's just bizarre. I mean, I want to say it's coincidental. I want to say it's just good baseball people doing their due diligence and finding the guy that fits exactly what they need, as you stated. Yes, Aaron. yes. But what it feels like is... All right, well, I saw this guy out of the corner of my eye, and uh, I, I, look, they messed him up over there in, in the Bronx, but we can fix well, it here I in mean, Queens. Okay, That's it, what it feels now, like. You're, you're forcing me to do this, and I'll do this. Well, maybe you guys have. Ever think about that? <laughs> Ever think that maybe you have? Ever think that Jordan Montgomery, who was traded for whom? I'm trying to remember. Oh, that's right. Harrison Bader. It didn't make the sense Yankee. at the no, time. No, it didn't make it sense at the time. sense at the time. No, it didn't, because here's what I said today to you about two minutes ago, and here's what I said a few months ago or a few years ago. On the air when that trade went down, I said the same thing about Harrison Bader. He's a fourth outfielder. I said the same thing then. I'll say the same thing now. And real quick, just for my fellow Met fans, and you get more of this on the Rico tonight, when I break down Harrison Bader five ways to Thursday. Will you be angry or will you be content? I will tell you that this is a Bob Ross painting. If Harrison Bader is an everyday player, that's not good. If Harrison Bader is used properly... Like a fourth outfielder where he mostly faces left-handed pitching or comes in a game's late for defense, then he's a really nice fit. It's about how you use him. So I know that's not the sexy answer. That's the real answer. That's the truth. Harrison Bader is a fourth outfielder. Okay, but you guys, since you want to bring yourself into my world, great. 
you guys have effed up a lot of people over the last few years. Why did Jordan Montgomery get better when he left the New York Yankees? And maybe there's a possibility Luis Severino gets better now that he left the New York Yankees. Ever think of that? Well, I mean, look, I'm not— Sonny Gray got better I'm, when he left the New York Yankees? Well, we know why Sonny Gray got better, because he was being asked to the what, sliders or whatever the okay. heck he, he and didn't who did want that? to ride at, and who at a did high that? rate. And who did that? Yeah, but some of these guys uh-huh. are, are injury-related. Are we going to sit here and malign the Yankees, I don't know, training staff? And their medical department? Well, is, you know that, what's that, is that what we're talking about? Gee, you know right what's now? funny? If Harrison Bader, who's been injury prone his entire career, somehow stays healthy for the Mets this year, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If Luis Severino right. makes thirty starts this year, right. yeah. So, so you're so you're 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 basing the success of the twenty twenty four New York Mets on ifs and buts? That's what this comes down to? Yes, I am, by Fantastic. the way. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a great offseason for the New York Mets. How about, how about our owner, all that money? He bought a whole bunch of ifs and buts. The Mets are built on ifs and buts. No question about it. We're talking about J-Lo's butts. I mean, I get it. Okay? but No, no, no. These ain't J-Lo's butts. But you cannot minimize moves because they happen to play for the New York Yankees. Coming into this offseason, I thought the Mets needed to add three starting pitchers. They are not finished in that regard. But one of the starting pitchers I wanted them to add was a guy with a big upside. A guy coming off, let's say, an injury or missed time, mm-hmm. but has a big upside that I can get on a one-year deal. Do you think there's a guy in Major League Baseball, we include all 30 teams, do you think there was an available player with a bigger upside on a one-year deal than Luis Severino? I'll help you out. I'll help both of you out. The answer was no. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. He happened to be a Yankee. He happened to have his great success with the Yankees. But you and Sean and Keith and some of you obnoxious Yankee fans are somehow turning little moves, I admit, into something about, oh, they're former Yankees. Who cares that they're former Yankees? No, no, because it's on top of them being former Yankees. And I'll go back to 21 hours ago. Are you worried, Tiki? Are you worried, Sean? (laughs) Look, they're all in, but they need starting pitching. Yes, that's the the Yankees. The Yankees need starting pitching. And they didn't sniff the under-roos of bringing Luis Severino back. Does that make them right? They entered this offseason knowing they needed an upgrade in the outfield. They didn't sniff the under-roos of bringing Harrison Bader back. And those are, make no bones about it, your team's two signature moves this offseason on another offseason where we thought, Stevie Cohen was going to open up the wallet. Okay, let me respond with a couple of things. Number one, the offseason isn't over yet. Okay? It's not. If this is it for the offseason, it's like the Bob Ross painting, Mm -hmm. then this was not a good offseason. I'll admit that. Like I said earlier, if Harrison Bader is an everyday center fielder for the New York Mets, that's not good. He is a fourth outfielder. He was a fourth outfielder in St. Louis. He was a fourth outfielder with the Yankees. He's a fourth outfielder here. Okay, so let me ask you a question then. 
Because we know how off-season or free agency works in Major League Baseball. Yeah. It feels like it takes forever. Yes. Right? And yes. then all of a sudden, the big names, whoever they may be, they get signed. Yes. We Shohei Otani, and then not too soon after, Yamamoto, and others, etc. But then after that, it kind of becomes a little bit of a, more of a race. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, we, you can't just wait. We got to sign these guys. Otherwise, someone else is going to sign them. Why are the Mets just... Chilling. Why is Major League Baseball just chilling? Like, this isn't just the Mets. What about the Yankees, too? What about the other free agents I'd happen to want? They're all still there. Jorge Soler is still there. Justin Turner is still there. J.D. Martinez is still there. Jordan Montgomery is still there. Justin Turner's 40 years old. Okay, in my opinion, I'd want to sign him. But he didn't play for the Yankees, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I see. I know they're linked to Gio Urshela, too, by the way. Come on. No, they are. If the shoe fits. (laughs) But it doesn't matter that those guys played for the Yankees. It doesn't matter. Like, you guys want to make it something? Like, we're a bunch of losers who take your leftovers? No, no, no. That's no. not it's true. Not, by the way, it's not even that. That's what you said. That's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it seems like the easy route. It seems like the, oh, yeah, we saw this guy. We're familiar with him. Why? Because we heard his name on sports. Oh, come on. Sports you radio. David Stearns is doing that. I don't know what David Stearns David is Stern doing. David Stearns signed it a, signed, signed it, signed <laughs> a fourth outfielder who's really good defensively because the Mets now view Brandon Nimmo as a guy yes, who ideally could move off center field. 60% of the time. Okay, but that's a different argument. If the argument is he gets hurt, he's not a starting outfielder, Look, it's a bad signing, fine. But stop acting like is, signing no, no, the Yankees no. is some crime. Look, this is this is the Yankee fan trying to be sympathetic to the Mets. Oh, you're not sympathetic. We're being sympathetic Kiss because my we don't want that. you to follow in our path and make the same mistakes that we did <laughs> yeah. with this out like this ridiculous belief that, oh yeah, you know, he's been hurt every year for the last six years, but He'll be fine with us, right? It's just, it's a flawed way of thinking. And I know it's not an, an expensive deal, especially for Seve. It's only a year. And Bader's the same way. It's not an expensive deal. But it still could be a big mistake. And the last thing you want is to make mistakes as your first move. Now, I, if you go make five or six more great moves in yeah, the next, yeah. I don't know, whatever. We got like six weeks left yeah. until pitchers and catchers, right? Yeah. And if you go make some great moves, fantastic. But how many of them are left to be made? A lot of them. A lot of them. They need to add two more bats, and whether it's Jorge Soler or J.D. Martinez or Justin Turner, they're there. They need to add a starting pitcher. I hope it's Jordan Montgomery. Insert joke. (laughs) (laughs) But I I do. He's going going back to the Yankees. No, he's not. Yeah, the Yankees take Yankee leftovers back. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, you traded him for Harrison Bader. Like, just think about that. Yeah, because we knew he'd get him back. Stop (laughs) with that. We made Montgomery money. He would not be getting 100 mil if he gets So he's thankful for us. If if the New York Mets signed Jordan Montgomery, who is my number one preferred free agent, are you guys going to mock me for that? Are you guys going to mock Mets fans for another Yankee leftover? Dude, he just won a World Series. Oh, so that's okay. That's okay. No, it is okay. Oh, thank you. So now we'll stop mocking you. Now we'll say, good job. Good job. But there's nothing. (laughs) It's hard to mock a guy who just, you know, won the World Series. It was an important piece for the Rangers to beat the Astros in ways that the Yankees couldn't. That's true. There's nothing to mock. And by the way, I expected... Like the arrogant, kind of douchey Yankee. I didn't expect it from UT, but I expected it from Sean and others. What does concern me sometimes is that there are Met fans out there who actually agree with you. Mm -hmm. That there are Met fans out there that look at these moves that the Mets have made. 
And forget about how the offseason isn't over yet, because it clearly isn't. And forget about what you think of the player, but there are actually Met fans that don't like the idea of signing former Yankees. And I've never understood that. Willie Randolph faced a lot of backlash around here because to Met fans, it was, you brought in a Yankee. Not just a Yankee, a Yankee captain. And I never understood that. Like, my issues with Willie Randolph as manager was about his managing. The way it is with anybody who's managed this team. But there were Met fans who didn't like that. And uh, you go, what are you giggling about there? You find something funny? Chuckles? I'm going to share it with you. I do find something funny in the middle of your rant. Yeah. As we are playing the Yankee music to mock you, our contest line is lighting up. Folks, we're not giving away tickets. We're mocking it. <laughs> yeah. If we play it throughout the day, we are not giving away tickets. Let's be clear. What? How trained are these people to call in the moment? They're Yankee like music. Pavlov's dog or uh, something. There's, there's a game in about five months. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have an issue with bringing in former Yankees if they're worthy of bringing in. The signing of Luis Severino was a good, solid move. There's risk, but it's limited. It's a one-year deal. Yes. The signing of Harrison Bader, if he's used correctly, the master needs to be used correctly. And that is as a fourth outfielder. If they treat him, Tiki, like an everyday outfielder, I will complain about it. Right, like because the Yankees I will- did. Because he's not. Because the mistake that the Yankees made. Right. I can tell you, we're being sympathetic no, to no. you. And remember when you guys traded for Verdugo, and it was right before the Soto trade, I even said, boy, Bader makes sense for the Yankees because now you can use him in the proper way because I happen to think Verdugo is a platoon player. You play Verdugo against lefties, he gets exposed. Right. So wouldn't it be great to have a right-handed bat to platoon with who's better defensively? It's how you place the guy. And if the Mets place him correctly, it's a fine move. But there is not an ounce of me that gives a rat's ass about the fact that they happen to play for the New York Yankees. And to my fellow Met fan who does, shame on you. And to these Yankee fans who somehow want to use this occasion to mock us like we did something pathetic, you know what? Go bleep yourself. Mock, mock is a little harsh. It's just funny. Oh, you, you guys want to mock it? It's just smiley. It just makes you, like, giggle a little bit. You know what I like say, you know, make fun of you and he's going to be terrible. It sucks for you guys. It's just kind of... Humorous. It's, it's like, chuckly. It, it's like when you chuckly. see what's supposed to be like an intimidating big security guard at a bar or something, and then you realize, I'm going to poke you in the belly. I'm going to get all so those silly Mets again signing the former Yankees. Oh, you guys are so cute. That's what it feels like. They're not the silly Mets. They are the silly, they're silly well, gooses, Ev. Because this offseason is not the big bad offseason. Because this is well, not the offseason. that's off all that you talked exactly. about. It's all that you wanted. It's all that you screamed about, despite the fact that Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander told us the deal on the way out the door. You guys aren't competing next year. You guys aren't really trying to do anything. That's what they told me. That's why we're leaving, right? Remember those, remember those conversations? Yes, I do. That yeah. they told us about your team, the Mets? Well, it's actually happening. They're not doing anything. Yeah, but we, Steve Cohen is not spinning the bag. He's not throwing well, money no, no, around. No, no, no. He's not throwing money around for crap. And I don't disagree with that. There's a lot of non-crap well, no, no, out there. No, no, no. But there is a lot of paying guys for the sake of paying guys out there. Okay? They went after Yoshinabu Yamamoto. They didn't get him. I've already made my point about that. They should have offered him more. But they did offer him 12 years, 325. Mm-hmm. Okay? They tried. I thought they should have tried harder on Shohei Otani, but I've heard the pushback from my fellow Met fans. He was never coming here. It was a waste of time. Okay, fine. Yes. Outside Which of I those. Agree with, by the okay. Way. All right. Outside of those two guys, you're trying to talk yourself into spending big money. And I've never been a believer in spending for the sake of spending. So 
if you're trying to turn this into an offseason where we expected something so far different, what were you expecting? I, I think what I'm, to you and other Met what, fans, like what were you expecting? No, I think more of what I'm trying to figure out from a Met fan standpoint. Forget the Met organization because we don't know until we find out and they tell us. Wait, what? What is your expectation for 2024? I don't know yet. Like, I don't know yet. The roster's not done yet. I have no idea. What do you? What do you? Are you competing? Are you just trying to be above 500? Okay. I'm going like, to give you like what are you trying to be? I'm going to give you the answer, and you actually mocked it earlier, but it's true. The New York Mets are going to go into a season very similarly to the way they have in the past. If this breaks right, if this breaks right, if this breaks right, God, they you, can compete. You love that word. No, no, but that's the truth. That's the truth. I'm being honest. I'm not telling you they're a playoff team. That'd be ridiculous. What the hell would that be based on? If I came on the radio and said the Mets are a playoff team, would it be based on anything? Here's what the bottom line is. They need a lot of things to break right. They need Luis Severino to be healthy. That's true. Mm-hmm. They need Adrian Hauser to go out and make 25, 28 starts and be good. They need Francisco Alvarez to take the next step. They need Brett Beatty to be a major leaguer. That's a lot of ifs. But I'm being honest because you're asking me, hey, what do I think the Mets are? Even without assuming what they're going to do next, that's what they're going to need to be good. And is that ideal going into a season? No. Yeah. I had higher expectations last year and the year before. But that's the spot they're in. And a part of that is this offseason was a boomer bust offseason. It was, if they don't get Yamamoto or Otani, it's probably going to be quiet. I said that to you in October. And unfortunately, Tiki, they did miss out on yes. Otani and Yamamoto. Yes. And now I got to deal with you schmucks mocking the fact that they're signing for the Yankees. We're not mocking you. We're just chuckling along. Let's be honest, though. Yankee fans' troll game, much like the performance of their team over the last couple seasons, is weak. Bader was in the Bronx for about a half hour. He's not a former Yankee. And let's talk about your own team for a second here, too. You signed some hack from the Marlins about an hour ago, and now you just hit an outfielder with the first name Bubba. Good luck with that. So worry about your own backyard before you throw shade at the Mets. That's number one. Number will be Mets next year, by the way. What? And since when did it become bad for adding former Yankees, by the way, too? Because the Yankees are such a great organization. Or are you not a great organization anymore? And Severino's good, and you damn well know it deep down in your souls. You know Severino's a good pitcher, and you wish he was still on your damn team. And you threw a parade when Bader was here because he's a dog, and he's what he was missing from your soft-ass team. <laughs> I, don't, I don't exactly agree with everything he said. But know, well, way to cut the legs off, that. You got to throw a little spice on it. him speak for you? He's not speaking for me. He's speaking for the other crazy side of Met fans who are very... Very unique fan base. I'm telling you, there are Met fans out there that, believe it or not, actually agree with you two guys. Mm-hmm. Where they don't like moves because they're former Yankees. Do us all a favor. Forget about them being Yankees. No, no, no. Yeah, Do but- the men in black laser thing. Forget about the fact they wore pinstripes. Forget the Yankee part. That's part of it. They're oft injured former Yankees. No, I get that's, it. And that, that's when, the side of when, it. And this is very baseball-y. When Starlin Marte gets hurt... And your fourth outfielder is Harrison Bader, and he gets hurt an hour and a half later. Then what do you do? <laughs> no, no. And by the way, you bring up a good point, which again I will go much deeper in later tonight on the Rico Bronya. But there is one which great is... thing about this. What? One great thing. What? He's a former teammate of Pete Alonso. That's right. And Pete is very excited about his Florida yes, teammate Harrison, the master. Bader coming back and then being teammates this season for the New York Mets. Oh, I just got the master. Oh, you didn't get that? I I didn't get it before. Why didn't you go with, I'm just wild about Harry? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's John's call. I forgot about that one. (laughs) Evan and Tiki on the fan. As my beard continues to get bushier, as my hair continues to grow more and more and more, I think of Pete Alonso every morning. (laughs) Because the only reason my hair has become obnoxiously long is out of loyalty to my first baseman, Peter Jefferson Martinez, Aloysius Alonso. 
And so after the Mets made the signing of Harrison Bader, a nice little move. But as I admitted earlier, it will depend on what's next because Harrison Bader is not, I repeat, is not an everyday center fielder. If you play him as such, he will miss a bunch of time and will not hit right-handed pitching. Well, not to get into the weeds of that, but doesn't he have to be right now? Right? Because Jeff McNeil has got to play second with Mauricio. Yeah. Right? Doesn't he have to be? He doesn't have to be. There could be a platoon between DJ Stewart and Harrison Bader (laughs) where Nimmo plays center when DJ plays Uh, and Bader plays center and Nimmo plays left. That's so convoluted to me. I'm just being, I mean, look. I know what you're saying, but yes, I hear you. I I am concerned he will be the everyday center fielder because they're paying him $10.5 million over one year. But that's my opinion on it. As a fourth outfielder, I think it's a great addition if he's playing every single day. A, I don't think he'll play every day because he'll get hurt, as you pointed out. I agree with you about that. And B, I just don't think he's good enough to be an everyday center fielder. Without all that said, what really got me warm and excited and made me think that maybe soon my beard will be gone is I saw Pete Alonzo went on social media. Because Pete Alonzo saw this signing and he wrote, The Diesel Bros are back, baby! Welcome back to the Orange and Blue. Because remember, Harrison Bader and Pete Alonzo, college teammates at Florida where they wear orange and blue. And now we got we got some other notes out of this. Mm-hmm. They nicknamed themselves the Diesel Brothers. Where did that come from? Because neither one of them were jacked when they were in Florida. So where does that come from? They think they're jacked. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought they were driving like old Broncos or something, diesel-powered and, cars. And now the Bader deal <laughs> makes perfect sense. One year perfectly aligns with how much longer Alonzo will be with the <laughs> By the way, it also but, perfectly tells us, and this is very inside for some Med fans, now we know where the name Donnie Diesel came from, <laughs> the cartoon character that Pete Alonzo created two years ago. But look, Pete Alonzo tweeted out a picture of himself smiling. And by the way, clean shaven. <laughs> okay, so now what else can we implore or get or, or con Evan into growing out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't this everything? Oh. Well. There's only one thing left, and no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Toll free numbers 877-337-6666. Yankee fans, those seem to be enjoying these signings because as Tiggy pointed out and Sean pointed out and McPherson pointed out on social media, they think that this is just about the Mets signing Yankee leftovers and we're a bunch of losers for doing so. I think they've got to realize that our world doesn't revolve around them. We're signing baseball players who happen to play for the Yankees and a manager who happened to grow up in the Yankee organization. Oh. It's just a coincidence. That's that all. How it works? Yeah. When yeah. John Sterling fills in for Howie, he just happens to be a really good broadcaster. Right. That'll fill in for Howie when he wants a game break, off. Break, I can't break, breaking news. The Mets have traded Omar Nevarez for Kyle Higashioka. See, I don't know if he's joking now. I don't either. He would have broke the glass if that was Because Omar's in trade rumors now. <laughs> That's why I want to make you believe it. Right. <laughs> I really put it over the top. Thank you. Let's go to Joe in Brooklyn, New York. Good afternoon, Joe. By the way, that was a Good false report. Good guys. Great. I just want to first off wish you guys a happy, healthy, prosperous New Year to your families. Appreciate you. Hope finally on this planet we can finally end all the bloodshed and wars. Hopefully have a great year. Um, Amen. As a Mets fan, as a Mets fan, I, I'm like 50-50. You have, I agree that ball plays, if we need to fill in some gaps, go out, get them, I get it. I think the difference is, is we both live in the city where both these teams play. And we always hold the Yankees baseball world, that is, as the excellence, the class of the baseball world. And personally, if they can't hack it on the Yankees, now, if you notice how many guys can hack it on the Yankees, got traded, let's say, to other teams, other cities, different media scrutiny, all that, 
You can't hack it on the Yankees. What makes you think they're going to hack it on the Mets? Because I it's mean, not about, Joe, because it's not about they can't hack it. Like, in Luis Severino's case, he hacked it when he looked like one of the better pitchers in baseball when he was healthy in 2018 and 2019. He hacked it, or I should say 2017 right. and 2018. He hacked it. Luis Severino right now is a guy that has not been healthy, and when he was last year, he was really bad. But for the most part, when he's been healthy, he's been really good. And he's the perfect definition of a one-year reclamation project. Yeah, you got to be you got to be clear when you talk about the not the failures, but the disappointment with the Yankees of of some of these guys because there are two ways to say it. One, just couldn't stay healthy. The other way is that ah, guy can't play in New York. Right. And I think that's what he was getting at. Sevy can play in New York. I don't think he's that's that's not the issue. The issue is being healthy. And that's also was the issue with Harrison Bader. Now, what you said about Bader when he first came to the Yankees, I remember, when was this, a year and a half ago? 2022. Yep, you said. Trade deadline 2020. He's a fourth outfielder. Yes. Yankees could combat you on that because he was so good in that postseason. Yes. But, by the way, he was still a fourth outfielder. He could yes. stay healthy, wasn't available, played in the postseason. He was the only one that hit. Correct. But after that, it's like, is he playing today? Because you, how- didn't, you didn't know when he was ever going to be available. So you're right about him. And so now when I think about Seve, it's not because he couldn't hack it in New York. It's because he couldn't stay healthy. When I think about Harrison Bader, it's the same thing. We wanted to love the kid. Well, He just couldn't stay healthy. Harrison Bader manipulated you people. And here's how he manipulated you. He did nothing wrong, no, but he manipulated he you. He didn't manipulate us. We, was, we were open to be manipulated because no. he was the Tommy DeVito before Tommy DeVito <laughs> came, came to New York. I'm serious. He, yeah, but he was also clearly a fourth outfielder who when the Yankees acquired him was hurt too. So they acquired a guy who was in a walking boot. Yeah. But they acquired a fourth outfielder for Jordan Montgomery of all people. And in the postseason against Cleveland and against Houston, he was amazing. Like, there's no denying how great he was. He had five home runs in the two series. Like, I don't know if he's going to have five home runs this season for the Mets. <laughs> he was unbelievable. And so he became your guy. Like, Yankee fans fell in love with him. They fell in love with the mouthpiece that would fly out. They fell in love with how hard he played. But more than anything, they fell in love with five home runs and six RBIs or five home runs and eight RBIs, whatever his numbers were, in those two series. And then the following year occurred, which was last year, and he just became what he is, which is what I know he is, which is a fourth outfielder who has a tough time staying healthy. But whether he played for the St. Louis Cardinals or the New York Yankees or the Philadelphia Phillies, I would sit here today and say the same damn thing. They signed a fourth outfielder. (laughs) You guys are the ones that have to bring it to, well, he was a Yankee. You just signed a Yankee. You signed another Yankee. Dude, he's a fourth outfielder. Luis Severino's a reclamation project. Carlos Mendoza is a first-time manager that's gotten rave reviews in every interview he's ever been. I know they were Yankees, but it doesn't matter. We're not trying to be you. We're not taking your leftovers. I'm not saying that you are, but I'm saying it feels really easy to just get the guy from across the river. Not even across the river. Down the river. Right? Is it across it's, the river? It's not. Oxford. It's not. Uh, now you can drive. Right. You can drive. No, you got to take a bridge. You got to take the freaking uh, Triborough. Yeah, you do. Yeah, actually. you do. When I drive from Queens to the Bronx, every time I've done that Met Yankee doubleheader, it's, I got to get on the Triborough. It hasn't been the Triborough in years. Yeah. What's, oh, what's oh, it called? It RFK. The RFK. Yeah. Okay, kiss my ass. RFK. Is it too soon? Carpetbagger. Okay, great. Mm. It's still a great you sound, like, you sound like young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like, Robert F. Kennedy. I, God bless the man, right? But New Yorker? Eh. Uh-huh. 
I mean, the Clintons, New Yorkers. You gotta get, dude, hold on. What? Time out. <laughs> you got to go south of the Mason-Dixon before you can claim he's a carpetbagger. <laughs> oh, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't, like, it's not like, I mean, I guess it's still a carpet It bag, still applies. He's not going that far. Yeah. It's not that far. Sorry, I hold grudges. <laughs> I mean, he's, I'm sorry. It's the Triborough Bridge, okay? <laughs> Do you really call it the RFK? I go to Yankee Stadium. It's it's graduated. Yeah. Do you what? still call it the Interboro Parkway? Or is it no, Jackie no, Robinson? no. Jack. Is, okay, so I'm glad you brought this up. Mm. The Jackie Robinson is the Jackie Robinson. Of course, that's the Interboro. It's a great pull by you. What is the Tappan Zee Bridge? Is it the Tappan Zee Bridge? It's the Mario Cuomo. Oh, shut your no mouth. No chance. Shut your mouth. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry, not you, Tiki. Yes. Him. No, I agree. I have to go there to go to Greenwich. It's it is. I'm sorry. Tap. Is this show Evan and Tiki or Mike and the Mandel? <laughs> I don't know Things what that means. Change. Like that, you know, this is what it is now. Oh, I didn't get that reference at all. <laughs> no, it's the Tap and Z. What's the Queensboro Bridge? What do you call that? The 59th, 59th Street Bridge. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the Queens. No, no, no. It's not the 59th Street Bridge. It's not the Queensboro Bridge. What is it? Oh, you, 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 you pick and you choose, don't well, you? I'm just unaware of the name. If you yeah, tell me the name, I'll call it that. He's very political. He has no problem with Mario Cuomo. He has no problem with RFK, but you got a problem with Mayor Ed Koch? Is it the Ed Koch Bridge? Oh, yeah. Then we'll call it the Koch. No, we're not. <laughs> Why not? Because it's 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 not. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It is what it is. I'm just telling you, take the RFK to get the Yankee Stadium if you're coming from Long Island. Hey, Period. Real, stop. It confuses me sometimes. When I'm driving up, I'm like, wait, I need to go... Is that our, no? Yeah, okay, yeah, this is the right bridge. <laughs> Always be the Triborough. The only parkway slash bridge that has successfully had a name change is the Jackie Robinson. No one calls it the Interborough, and it's probably because we like Jackie when Robinson a lot more than the other when did political that change, figures. By the way, 1999, uh, 1997, it was when Jackie was honored. His fa- obviously, his family was right. honored for the 50th anniversary of him breaking the color barrier at Chase Stadium on April 15th, 1997. That game also featured in my book, now available on Amazon, My Mets Bible. Um, Bill Clinton showed up. They stopped the game in the fifth inning. I think right around then, they also announced not only is 42 retired around Major League Baseball, but the Interboro will for now be called the Jackie Robinson. Right. So that was a couple of months before I was even here. So I, I, you said Interboro. I was like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Let's go to Mike in Long Beach. How are you, Mike? Hey, what's going on, bro? What's up, Mike? Uh, listen, I'm a Mets fan. I'm 53 years old, and I have three things. One, I couldn't care less who a guy has played for as long as they help my team. <laughs> Two, were Yankee fans upset when when they signed Doc, Darryl, Cohn, and Rafael Santana, who, by the way, when they got Santana, I remember Bill Gallo drew a picture of Steinberg on the back of the news with a shopping cart saying, you have any strawberries? <laughs> and three, why are the That's Mets, great. why are the Yankee fans obsessed with the Mets, you guys worry more about what the Mets are doing than what the Yankees are doing. Who, by the way, just did a massive upgrade, spent money finally, and upgraded their pitching situation by selling some guy named Cote. Look at Mike fighting back. I know. But he's kind of right. Like, get us out of your damn heads. All right? The Mets have not had the big, scary offseason. I'll be the first to admit it. There's nothing that's going to happen yes, over the next six weeks that, that will turn that into it. That is the point. Because all you screamed about was, oh, we're in this offseason. We're going to spend all the money. We're going to spend the billions. We're going to think... do what the Dodgers ultimately did. But you got to do all of that. We didn't say that. Didn't do it. Yes, we didn't did. say that. We said we, they should go yes, after Shohei Otani. Do you not listen to the show that precedes ours? Sometimes. That's all they talk about. Uh, Stevie Warbucks, Stevie Big Bucks. Yeah, but that was never right. true just because someone says it. Like, they were pursuing, in my opinion, and I've thought this since the beginning, 
two certain stars in this offseason in Yamamoto and Otani. And we've talked about it. They failed to get either. Okay, I admit it. They failed. In Yamamoto's case, they should have been higher. They didn't. But once that didn't happen, and even before that didn't happen. Prudence sets in. It was never. But it would have been stupid. Let David Stearns do David Stearns magic. Tiki. Is that what's happening? Tiki. I think signing Blake Snell would be stupid. I'm telling you right now. I think Josh Hader would be stupid. Now, this is for the Mets. If we're talking about the Yankees, I think it's actually a very different discussion. Completely different discussion. And I'll tell you why, real quick, on Blake Snell. Why Blake Snell to the Yankees, I would say, hey, that makes sense, and not to the Mets. Because the New York Mets' chances of winning next year Mm -hmm. are limited. They are building towards year two, year three, year four, when I'm concerned that Blake Snell's not going to be any good. Right. Okay? The Yankees need to win next year. Garrett Cole's in the prime of his career. Aaron Judge is in the prime of his career. And Juan Soto may well be a rental. They need to win next year. So if I'm a Yankee fan and I sign Blake Snell, I'm more concerned about 2024 than I am 2026. If I'm a Met fan, of course I'm concerned about 2024, but I'm also got that eye on 25 and 26. And that's why, let this be a reminder, Met fans and Yankee fans, we are different. The teams are different. They're in different situations. I say on the radio the Mets shouldn't sign Blake Snell. The Yankees should. Doesn't make me a hypocrite. It doesn't make me a flip-flopper. It makes me analyzing two situations that are different. They are different. I did not want the Mets to pursue Juan Soto. I wanted the Yankees to pursue Juan Soto because they're different. They're different. Different teams. Different franchises. Luis Severino, you were done with him. I understand why you were done with him. I'm not. I'm just getting started. (laughs) Enjoy the five starts this year. Let's go to uh, Chris in Seacliff, New York. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris from Seacliff, by the way. Who's What's Chris in Seacliff? Is he here? <laughs> What's I'm, up? I'm right here. Can you hear me? We got Happy you, dude. What's up, you. man? Okay. So, appreciate you taking the call. So, here's the deal. From City Field to the Bronx, in which I've done many times, so I'm a Fordham, Fordham graduate. Anyway, so the deal is yes. you have three ways to get there. Yeah, you can take you can take the Triborough. Yeah. Take the white stone and you the Toronto's next bridge. Okay, so and you also take many subways. So I don't know what you guys are talking about as far as <laughs> going. No, no, we solved that part that you have to take a bridge. Yes, I just came up with the Triborough Bridge because that's the one I'll admit selfishly I drive over a lot more. Yeah, but the purpose of that phone call. I was just trying to figure out if you have to cross a river. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The answer is yes. That's all I was asking. Right, you have to go over these bridges. <laughs> and by the way, you don't take the wide stone of the, or keep doing it because you just sit on the cross Bronx for an hour and a half before the game and you're late. Yeah, but well, hold on, I got to think through this now. Every time I've ever gone from Yankee Stadium to City Field or Yankee Stadium to Shea Stadium or Shea Stadium to Yankee Stadium, a hundred percent of the time I've taken the Triborough. I've never yeah. gotten on the Gothels. I think Offals. I've never gotten Offals. That's, that's, going to the Red Bull Arena? Okay. Staten Island in New Jersey. Right. The Throg's Neck, the White Stone. Never. No, it is. Wait, no, I do take the White Stone. The yeah, White- no, I take that back. I take the White Stone all the time. That's and, the you, only- and you shit on the Cross Bronx, the Yankee Stadium? I'm thinking. No, you take the White Stone and probably go home. Yeah, I take the White Stone and go home. It is, without a doubt, the biggest flaw in technology today is if you're going to Yankee Stadium from the Long Island Queens side, GPS is telling you to take the Throgs Nick or White Stone. It is never faster, despite what they tell you. Mm. Period. Stop. Why haven't we sold the soul of the Throgs Neck Bridge? Like, shouldn't we honor someone by naming that bridge after somebody? And who was Throg and what did his neck have to do with (laughs) it? That's a great question. I don't know the answer. Tiki, who's Throg's neck? I have no idea. Can you look that up real quick? I'm trying to remember if you go to the cross island from there. 
Right. That's the Whitestone. Right. That's the Whitestone. Yeah, yeah. Whitestone. You or go the from Clearview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you stay to the right, and then you go to uh, City Field. That's how I do this. Elvis in Orange, Connecticut. Hey, Elvis. How you doing, guys? What's up, man? Hey, look. I'm 71. I'm a big season ticket holder. I I want the Mets to try to win, make the playoffs this year. If they don't try to make the playoffs this year, I'm not going to be a season t- a ticket holder the following year. Oh. Because I look at it this way. This guy is worth $17 billion, okay? $17 billion. Let me ask you a question, Evan. Yeah. Who would you rather have in right field, Marte or Bellinger? Oh. Okay, but, but 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 okay, Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. Elvis. Answer the question. He, oh, answer that question. Elvis, gonna, he's I'll, he's terrified that Bellinger is a fraud. Last year was a fraud year. That's all he's, he's caring about. Fraud? Yeah, no, I, a fraud are year. Are you guys kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you, you because what did he do the year the before? Question, what no. did? Because the question, while it's so good the way you asked it, is a flawed question. Because if the answer is for next year and next year only, who would I rather have? I'd say Cody Bellinger. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it works, Elvis, and you know that. It's not simply who would I rather have in right field next year. It's are you willing to give Cody Bellinger seven years, $200 million? And I'm not. That's my answer. So I get it. It's tricky. And if I just shut up and answered your question, I would walk right into your trap, which is go sign Cody Bellinger to make Elvis happy. Okay. I don't want him because it's not one year. It's five years. It's six years. It's seven years. It's eight years. And while Steve Cohen is a billionaire and I want him to never stop short to spend I also want to be smart. And I want to give you two examples of this. Because here's what I find hypocritical. I'm being, I'm being dead honest about Steve Cohen's money. Yes, I will stop and say Blake Snell, Cody Bellinger, not a smart move. Mm-hmm. With Yamamoto, I'll say go further because I think the reward is higher than both those guys. Because of the age of the player? Because of the age and, and the, because and of the, the position. And the haven't reached the upside yet. Yes, and I'll give you the other one. This is the big one. If Pete Alonso gets the free agency... And there's one owner that's willing to pay him $300 million. And we'd all agree, Pete Alonzo, $300 million, that's crazy. But there's one owner willing to pay him $300 million. I do not want to hear from my fellow Met fan or anyone emailing the Rico Bronya. That wouldn't be a prudent signing. (laughs) Kiss my ass with that. It's Pete Alonzo. You made the decision to let him get the free agency, which means you then have to lie in that bed and overpay to keep him. I don't want to hear Pete's not a $300 million player. Yeah, well, then guess like... what? You should have signed him before he became a $300 right. million player. This is exactly the 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 trap that the Yankees fell in with Aaron Judge. Yes. It's exactly the same situation. And I won't accept from a billionaire owner. This is where me and Elvis are going to agree. This is where we agree. I won't agree on Cody Bellinger. I won't agree on Blake Snell. If we're sitting here a year from now and I have to hear, well, hey, look, sorry, the San Francisco Giants offered three hundred. Do you think Pete's a $300 million player? I will be very upset at my fellow Med fans who defend that garbage and for Steve Cohen and David Stearns to walk away from that. Here's the bottom line. Pete Alonso should be a Met for life. And if you have to overpay because you allowed him to get to free agency and one owner was willing to spend that kind of money, so be it. You're a billionaire. That's where the buck stops. If you truly are Steve Cohen, if you truly are the billionaire, then you don't let someone go who's a homegrown Met who somehow got one owner to offer him $300 million. That's where I lay down the law on this. With Cody Bellinger, though, no. Mm. With Blake Snell, no. I'm being smart. I'm being prudent. But with Pete Alonzo, no. I will declare this today. There is no reason Pete Alonzo should play for any other team. Period. Stop. Don't tell me about what another team offered. Don't tell me about what prospects were offered. Don't tell me, well, he's not worth $350 million. Evan, you're being crazy. No, no, no. That's why you have a billionaire owner. So you never allow... 
You never allow Daryl Strawberry and Zach Wheeler and Jose Reyes to happen again. It should never happen again. Yes, and more importantly, we don't have to see you grow that beard for another year. That's right. A full year. That's right. That's what you care I think we'll cut it off before then. You think so? No, he's got to suffer. He's got to smell a little. A year. He smells anyway. A year? We're going to let Evan grow his hair and beard for a year. If I come to a you year. guys. You think about it. Free agency, of what he's talking about, yeah. is a year from now for Pete Alonso. We're if gonna I let that grow for a year. You would oh. let me unless I come to you, which I may, in the next few weeks and months. Yeah, but we can always say no. I know, but you will find something. The All three it of takes you, is one of us to be so pissed off at you that we just veto it. I know, but I guarantee the three of you will find something emasculating enough for me to do or have to do or something stupid I've got to do that I'll make a deal. I'm a deal maker. I'll make a deal. Yeah. I will get out of this with some kind of deal that'll have you guys saying, hey, it was well worth him cutting his beard. We got him to accept this. The deal is what got you into this situation to begin with. You know what? Good deals get you into they get you into more trouble. You're right. Then you gotta make another deal. Right, that's right. Then you're in more trouble. You wanna shave it? I got a deal you could get it that get out in a half an hour. Leave the show right now, butt naked in front of the garden with a sign that says the Knicks are going to the finals. No shot. <laughs> beard continues. No shot. I will never accept that. Robbie in East Brunswick. Hey Robbie. Hey, guys. Hey, listen, Evan, I just want to know. I know your sexual prowess isn't really good. You know, (laughs) taking Yankee players to the Mets, it's like sloppy seconds. Do you understand that term? Yes, I've heard it. I'm a loser. I've heard it. You know that term. Yeah. I know Tiki does. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Robbie. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I escaped my mother's womb after my brother. (laughs) I was the sloppy second. But my head is rounder because of that. Yeah, that's very nice. More of your calls coming up at 877-337-6666. Plus, a potential idea for both the Jets and the Giants as we head towards this offseason. Because believe it or not, Jet and Giant fans were four days away from the NFL offseason, which is the most exciting time of year around here when you're a football fan. <laughs> Plus, Ben Tiki joins us at 4.30. Evan and Tiki on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.